Giving and faith are certainly appropriate ways to glorify God, but they are not my focus in this book. Instead of these things, I want to look at business in itself, not just the ways business can contribute to work the church is already doing. In specific, I want to look at the following aspects of business activity. 1. Ownership. 2. Productivity. 3. Employment. 4. Commercial transactions, buying and selling. 5. Profit. 6. Money. 7. Inequality of possessions. 8. Competition. 9. Borrowing and lending. 10. Attitudes of heart. 11. Effect on world poverty. But before considering those things, we need to consider two introductory points, the first dealing with the imitation of God, and the second dealing with moral wrongdoing or sin. Imitation. God enjoys seeing His character reflected in our lives. One way that we can glorify God is often overlooked. This additional way to glorify God is the key to understanding why God made the world the way He did. It is also the key to understanding why God gave us the moral commands He did. And it is the key to understanding why human beings have an instinctive drive to work, to be productive, to invent, to earn and save and give, and to do the thousands of specific activities that fill our days. This additional way to glorify God is imitation, imitation of the attributes of God. God created us so that we would imitate Him, and so that He could look at us and see something of His wonderful attributes reflected in us. The first chapter of the Bible tells us, So God created man in His own image. In the image of God He created him. Male and female He created them. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. To be in God's image means to be like God and to represent God on the earth. This means that God created us to be more like Him than anything else He made. He delights to look at us and see in us a reflection of His excellence. After God had created Adam and Eve, God saw everything He had made, and behold, it was very good. Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. He looked at his creation and took delight in it, yes, in all of it, but especially in human beings made in his image. This is why Paul commands us in Ephesians chapter 5, Be imitators of God as beloved children. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. If you are a parent, You know that there is a special joy that comes when you see your children imitating some of your good qualities and following some of the moral standards that you have tried to model. When we feel that joy as parents, it is just a faint echo of what God feels when He sees us, as His children imitating His excellent qualities. Be imitators of God as beloved children. This idea of imitating God explains many of the commands in the Bible. For instance, we love because He first loved us. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. 
We imitate God's love when we act in love. Or, you should be holy, for I am holy. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 16, quoting Leviticus chapter 11 verse 44. Similarly, Jesus taught, Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Luke chapter 6 verse 36. And he also said, You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. God wants us to be like Him. This idea of imitating God's character so that He will take delight in us explains other moral commands in the Bible as well. For example, God wants us to tell the truth and not lie because He is the God who never lies. Titus chapter 1 verse 2. He commands us not to commit adultery because He is a God who is faithful.